We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour and recorded live on Playback. Welcome to Light Years. And before we start, congratulations to Andy and Risa. Congrats, man. Thank you. No, I wish I wore my wedding band on camera. You know, if, if you guys join, if you guys are on Playback Live, you should be because you get to watch me. I'm going to put the ring on it. I'm going to put the, it on at some point, Sam, but thank you. We, uh, you know, <laughs> one thing I learned. One thing I learned here, here, here's for all the 300 people in the room. Got a little rose gold action. Um, nice. One nice. thing I learned about San Francisco, you know, people have got a lot of things to say about San Francisco nowadays. Um, thank you, Buster Posey. But City Hall is gorgeous inside. I don't know if you've ever been, but it's unbelievable. I is, had that, no- is that is that where the uh, the Giants need to take the free agents? <laughs> well, well, when they won their uh, first championship in 2010, they celebrated at um, at City Hall. Uh, which was which was beautiful. I remember I was there, and uh, I drove, and that's where we that's where we got married. And I only saw one homeless person outside. So, oh, maybe someone should tell Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Let him know it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Sam. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so that's why there wasn't an immediate emergency pod in reaction to the Draymond news. The secondary reason there wasn't an immediate emergency pod. Let's be real, guys. This season's going to be a grind. I don't I don't think I'm breaking anyone's hearts when I'm saying it's going to be a long one. Um we're just, <sighs> can, can we start with the Draymond thing yep. We, yep. Are you what was your immediate reaction when you saw First off, actually walk me through this cuz you were you were getting married yesterday. Did you did you know that he was suspended indefinitely until like multiple hours after the ceremony what are we talking about here no no so my my head at two o'clock um and i found out the news in the morning i think that's when mm-hmm. it came out right i think i was driving into the city i think that's what the timeline was and i remember thinking to myself yeah i can't do this i'm good i so i didn't check my timeline at all i get notifications obviously i see you and you and sheets text and sure. some of my other friends blow up my phone but other than that, I'm not checking the timeline at all. And I'm just looking at my phone and I'm just because I remember I get the text <laughs> that you said. Well, you remember you said that um, you thought he might be done for the season. And I was like, oh, my God, no way. Because uh, on the last show, I thought he'd be gone for one game. 
goes to show I was wrong. I, I put my phone away, Sam. I was just like, dude, I can't do this, man. I can't do so that, this. That is a decision. So I'm not going to lie, a little surprised indefinitely just because I thought there'd be a definitive ruling. I didn't know if they're going to go short or long. Most people were under the impression it was going to be probably at least double the Gobert thing. And you know what? Listening to the Warriors talk today probably will be, but it's not called that way. A little surprising. Like uh, the interesting thing here is the way they're talking about it is very uh, mental health focused. Uh, by the way, better health, promo code light years, 10% off. No, have, have you noticed that ESPN put out an article? Um, actually, let me let me share. Okay, let's do the full timeline of events here, just so we can get everything accurate, which is important. Uh, Draymond Green, Warriors GM Mike Dunleavy Jr., Rich Paul Clutch are expected to meet Thursday and start discussing a path of counseling to help Green move forward. Sources say league didn't want to put a specific number on the suspension, but to allow Green to take his time so he might deal with the challenges he's facing. Uh, Piggybacking off that, Steve Kerr at the podium today says... Yeah, I I think the uh, suspension makes sense. Um, You know, to me, this is uh, about more than basketball. It's, um, uh, It's about helping Draymond. I think it's an opportunity for Draymond uh, to step away and um, to make a change um, in in his approach, in his life. Um, and that's not an easy thing to do. That's not something you say, okay, we're going to do five games and then he's going to be fine, right? Um, I mean, Steve went on. It was pretty empathetic just talking about how he needs help. And I, I guess my first thought here is, are you surprised this is the way it's played out? Um, I It feels like the Warriors and the NBA have decided that they're going to team up and uh, try to figure this stuff out with Draymond, is what it feels like to me. Um, Tim Kawakami wrote a piece basically saying the Warriors were, were all in on this, which to me tells me that the Warriors told the front office, like, hey, this is what we want. And I'm sure the front office was like, yeah, we're down. What's con- what's surprising to me, Sam, is that I think I think Draymond's going through something and they won't tell us, which I don't know. You can argue if they should or shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe it's up to, to Anthony Slater to find out and report on it. Um, but it feels like Draymond's going through something off the court because they're talking about him like like he's, an, like he's a felon or something. So, and again, I don't know. I don't know what he's going I'm just saying it feels like they know that he's going yeah. and they're talking like that because the way they're talking about it is super weird. It just, it doesn't make any sense. The guy's it not, sounds a, like the, not a bad it sounds person. Like, it sounds like the John Morant thing. The language around it's really similar, which is interesting because the Jaw situation was way different. Jaw's uh, doing stuff off the court, fighting teenagers, you know, pulling out guns. <laughs> Whatever you think of Draymond, those aren't his issues. His issues are he can't hold it together on the court, you know? So, uh, but... The underlying thing around the John Morant situation was, you know, this this belief that like he couldn't keep his life in order and kind of acted out in ways that he shouldn't. And that's that's how the Draymond thing sounds right now, where they're kind of they're alluding to the fact that like 
these antics on the court are a reaction to something that's happening off the court in his life. Uh, you know, maybe it's family related, something like that. And I don't want to, I don't want to speculate or, or, you know, do anything like that, but that's, that's clearly the way they're talking about it. You know, it's, he needs to get his life in order and figure out how to, you know, balance his mental health a little bit. And I, I, I want to be, I want to be a little sensitive about it because I hope I, I, it's not the type of thing you really want to be like guessing on. Right. So, but we, the, but, but the problem is like, we also don't know though. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like we have no idea if it is, I'm just saying, I think it is because they're talking about it like it is, but I have I, no I, idea. I but mean, what, they are saying, they're saying it is without saying it is right. Like the, the way I, I think, they're, yeah. the way they're saying it is they're framing it as such that if it's not that it's kind of, bullshit really dishonest yeah exactly out, right? and the nba has done this before they've done this before where they just throw out mental health and it's just like with ben simmons we've seen it we've seen this with multiple guys where it's like or it's like they just say something and it's it's like okay dude you're just using that as a crutch because nobody's gonna mm-hmm. nobody's gonna fight you on it when you say something sure. like that um john moran i think is totally different john moran is is off the court guy's an idiot i mean it's just what are we doing here uh, but his on the court, John Moran is fine. He's he's awesome. He's amazing. Sure, but but Ja would say the Grizzlies would say that Ja acts like an idiot off the court, but because he does not know how to handle all the stress of everything he's dealing with. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's exactly the way it was framed. He needs time away to figure it out. Does that sound like what they're doing with Draymond right now? No, oh, yeah, I mean I. I think it's a little over dramatic too, because when you Probably. take what he's done, and I'm the guy that's tired of Draymond, but maybe I'll take his side here. Is I can kind of see that it's over dramatic. It's he didn't knock Gobert out. He just he put him in a chokehold. Gobert's fine. He he didn't even pull on him. Uh, so yeah, it's more of me, a more of a dick move than anything. exactly. <laughs> I think I think the NBA will survive. I I don't think viewers are going to look at that and say. Oh, these are a bunch of thugs or whatever narrative that, you know, whatever they want to say. Like, that's not true by looking why, at that. That's why free agents are coming to San Francisco. Draymond Green. <laughs> Is your, oh, my God. That's a good one. Right. And so I, I think they're being a little over dramatic. But again, I also think I also think the Warriors are for it. I think the Warriors are, are just are, they're in on it, which is I don't think yeah. a bad thing. I think Steve's tired of it. I think Dunleavy's tired of it. Hell, I think I think Steph is tired. Says body language today, just scream tired. But that's a different conversation. Was he tired physically or mentally? Because I think it's more mental at this point. I think Steph's yeah. kind of kind of done with this right now, with this team right yeah. now. He's he's got a little LeBron in him. Where <laughs> you know when LeBron checks out, LeBron checks out, and I think Steph is. Anyway, we'll get we'll get to him. But yeah, back to Draymond. That's where I'm at, and uh, I need to really think about how I felt about this, and ultimately. I think this is the barrio for everyone involved. Uh, if you were to suspend him for seven games or like pick an arbitrary number, I don't know that anything changes. I also don't know that anything changes through this route, but at least it's a different route than Draymond acts out. He gets suspended. Uh, he tells everyone he didn't mean to do it and he comes back. You know, now they're kind of putting conditions on it. I don't know if it'll make a difference. Exactly. To be honest with you. Exactly. Uh, but. I'm in favor of trying something different because it's a lot of incidents over the last, I don't know, year, year and a half change where try something different. And I guess we'll see. And then, so that takes us to the, wait, wait, hold on. I got one more. I got one more on Draymond. Okay. It, it wouldn't surprise me if he never played in a Warriors jersey again. 
It just it just wouldn't. Oh, I, relax. I, I I think he's and if he does play again and he and he has another incident, I think he's for sure gone. And what? and from my perspective, I don't know if I care. I'm tired, Sam. I'm tired. What are we doing here? What are we doing? You know, you bro- you broke you uh you buried there or you went a little early on this because I was about to bring up our guy Stephen A. Going. Oh know. no. The Golden State Warriors are at a breaking point. I don't know if Draymond Green will be back as a Golden State Warrior. Mm. Yeah, and we'll I'm get not, into hold on, that. Hold on, hold on, Molly, Molly. Yep. I'm quoting. Y'all figure out where I just heard that from. The Joey Lightyear's Flex by Stephen A., by the way. Just letting everyone know. Joe just texted me and said, I'm on trade machine right now, seeing what I can do. Uh, you know, wow. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm so sorry. I actually wasn't online today, and I didn't see Stephen A. say that. <laughs> so fine, I'm no like, it's don't worry about. That, but that like, works though, doesn't it? That works. I mean, what percentage of the organization do you think has the perspective of enough? We're not winning a title. Let's just trade him and try to build for the next thing. It's got to be more than zero percent. That, <laughs> that much I'll tell you. You know, like there's got to be a certain amount of people in the organization who are like. You know what? Good player, important to everything we want, but this is this is done. We we just we need to we need to figure out the next thing, right? Like it's got to be part of it, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, wow, I I didn't. <laughs> Stephen A. saying that amazes me. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's obvious he's talking to, if not Joe Lacob, then somebody like that in, in ownership for the for the Warriors. And look, man, I'm not even saying that that'd be a good thing. <laughs> Obviously, it's not a good thing if Draymond never plays for the Warriors again. Uh, and you're right. It's a little dramatic. But I think from from just like a team, this this team right now is completely cooked mentally. Just the way this Draymond drama has hung over the heads for the past two seasons. Has sure. this team at any point looked like they're locked in? They have not. And you can't necessarily blame that all on Draymond, but a large majority of it is just him being in a red ass just all the time. Because you remember, he also got suspended for a game in the first round of the postseason, which, I mean, you could argue was a little overdramatic again, and the Warriors somehow ended up winning the game. But it's like, dude, in a playoff game, you get suspended again, and he comes back this season, and he has multiple ejections and multiple suspensions. I don't know, Sam. I guess that's a long way of putting it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he's gone forever. And and I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what the Warriors wanted. Somebody, somebody in the Warriors front office. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they wanted. I mean, he has less and less backers every day, and he has no one Bob to blame. But he, has, he has no one to blame but himself for that too. All right, let's get to the last thing I want to play here. This is Dunleavy today, this morning at shoot around. How much is this? impact your long-term decision-making on the roster and, and with Draymond in particular? Yeah, I mean, I think the bigger impact will be, you know, how we do the next 15, 20 games. And that'll, that'll probably determine, you know, where we go more than this this specific incident or, or this time away for him. Um, the reality of the situation is if you're evaluating Draymond, his ability this year has been great. His availability is not. And so we need him more available because when he plays, he's really good. We're really good. And um, you know that's that's the main thing. I, I don't think I need any more evaluation of Draymond 
as a player. We need a little bit more evaluation on this team and the chemistry and the lineups and all that. But um, uh, from a basketball standpoint, you know, honestly, pretty pleased with Draymond. We want to help him be on the court more, though. Yeah, I mean, by the way, Dunleavy speaks like an actual GM. Kind of refreshing because Bob just speaks like a, a fucking Jerry Maguire selling, 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 selling. So, um, <laughs> I love Bob. My only takeaway from Dunleavy is I, I think everything's on the table, including trading Draymond. I will, yep. I'll make my prediction right now. They're not trading Draymond hmm. at the deadline. Yep. I, I just don't think it'll make sense business wise. But look, man, they lost to the Clippers tonight. They're probably going to lose more games than they win when Draymond is gone. They're, I don't know, if he's gone 10 games, they're probably like 13 and 19 when he comes back or like 14 and 20 or something like that, which you're burying yourself pretty hard there. And then what decision does this front office make? Because you're looking at the rest of the roster. Wiggins got benched tonight. We'll get into that after, after this segment. Um, you know, th- there's a lot, they're not one move away is basically my main takeaway right now. They don't feel like a team where you're like, man, they just need another wing defender or man, they just need a backup center. They feel like a bunch of moves away. And I don't see that changing before the deadline. And, and I just don't know what direction they go into it because outside of Steph Curry and uh, Brandon Pajemski, I feel like everyone's on the table at this point. Like, this isn't working. You got to, like, actually shake this up a little bit. Yeah. Yep. And he looks like he's ready to do it. Um, He looks like he's gotten skinnier uh, since he's taken the job, which is a telltale sign of someone. You know, people either when they're super stressed or or they go, they go either way. They put on 20 or they lose 20, right? Exactly. And and I'm sure, you know, ex, ex NBA player, he's, you know, he's probably working out a ton. He looks, he looks a little, a little, little, you know, put some, get some burgers in there, Mike. Um, but he's got a hell of a job ahead of him. Doesn't it really make sense now why Bob Myers just decided to up and, and, and go to ESPN? Because, I mean, Bob's kind of sitting there probably thinking he's looking at Draymond going, man, like he's not changing. He got suspended in the postseason. How long is this going to go if we give him a four-year contract? If anything, I think Bob's genius. <laughs> I think he's smarter than we realize. You know, I got to deal with this shit. Um, mm-hmm. But to your point, are they one move away? I mean, you can cling on to the belief that in, in Kalenic, yeah. when yeah. he's on the broadcast, yeah. hopium, hopium, hopium. But Kalenic kept saying on the podcast, like every game they're in it, every game they're in it, every game they're in it. And I don't know, you can make that argument that these games are one possession games in the fourth quarter. It's not like they're getting blown out. Hell, they're the team that's going up 15 and losing the games. It should tell you that they've got enough ability to be a winning team, right? They just, they're just not good enough. And if you're saying you're going to trade Clay, who wants Clay? You're going to trade Wiggins, who wants Wiggins? And what value are you going to get with those guys? And what, and about yeah, what you get for them is not changing everything. Um, anything, anything, unless you're just doing a full teardown, trying to get a top four pick because it's the only pick that you can keep, right? So, like, that would be the only yeah, only thing you can do. And, and Steph's not going to allow you to do that. It's a tough, it's a tough situation. Yep. yep. You know what else is a tough situation? My DFS play tonight. 
got on sleeper. I've been on a hot streak. I was feeling it when the Warriors were down 15 points. I'm like, screw it. Live line, looking favorable. I thought Steph had a little in him to go on a run. He'd he'd uh, he'd started the game slowly, so his numbers were going down. So I bet the over that he was going to surely hit over 25 and a half. That didn't happen. I, I got I got the over on Kuminga uh, and Moody, but you know you parlay it doesn't happen. Still, I got a great line there. Could have got a six x payout on my twenty bucks on sleeper fantasy. You know you can't you can't win them all, Andy. Yeah, no, but you can. What you can do is use the promo code LightYears. Use promo code LightYears, and you get a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Don't win a hundred bucks, get another hundred bucks. Easy. You could, t- you could toss in like ten of these bets. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over twenty-five states. Check out Sleeper Fantasy today. The Warriors lost one twenty-one, one thirteen to the Clippers. Obviously, we opened on the Draymond topic. <sighs> Uh, all right. You know, th- there there was a couple interesting things in this game that normally would lead a show. So, but we'll get to it now. They benched Andrew Wiggins. It was it, it was a long time coming because of how poorly he's been playing. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Still shocked they did it. Still shocked Steve Kerr did it. He benched Wiggins. Uh, obviously, Draymond's out of lineup and put Pajemski and uh, Kuminga in the lineup. I, I like that move, even though it didn't pay off for them tonight. And I don't know how much faith I had in them being able to win a game anyway, but I like. I enjoyed it. Um, I tweeted out part of me enjoying this game more than the other games is I accept that these are the Warriors for the season. I'm not hoping for them to win a championship. For me, I would like to see guys like Pajemski start games. I would like to see uh Jonathan Kaminga start games and play in crunch time which you did tonight um and then we got the added added bonus tonight for um Clay Thompson playing well which seems like it hasn't happened in a long time and Moses Moody playing well um I think this is supposed to be a light good segment Sam so I won't talk about why Moses Moody got 16 minutes um but other than that I think this is another uh this is another game where you say Brandon Pajemski's gonna be playing on this team and if not this team than in the basketball in NBA for a very long time. Very yeah. long time. There's one interesting quote that I want to bring up right now, which is Steve Kerr talking about how he's going to stick with this rotation for the foreseeable future. Uh, it felt like we needed a, a shift. Um, you know, I, I feel like uh, Brandon gives us the extra playmaker on the floor um, in the starting lineup. Obviously, he's a great rebounder, uh, competes, excellent defender. Um, and then, um, you know, J.K. Uh, deserves the minutes. And with, with Draymond out, um, it's a perfect time for him to step in. And um, it feels like a group that can really connect. And then I like um, being able to bring Chris and Dario um, off the bench to really anchor that unit. Um, and we got a deep team, you, you know, bringing Wiggs off the bench with Moses. I mean, that's um, these guys are damn good players. So. I think we're deep, and I think we're gonna we're gonna make a little run here. I really believe that. Do, do you feel like this, that's a unit starting unit and bench, as you mentioned? Like, do you feel like you want to stick with? I'm gonna with, give it a look for sure. Okay. Yeah, that the, this group will start um, next few games, and we'll, we'll give it a good look. Nice. Again, this is a starting lineup for at least the next game. We'll, we'll see how many games Steve gives it. Honestly, I, I he called out the one thing I noticed, which is, dude. 
Pods just fits the pace the Warriors want to play with. And part of the reason Clay played so well tonight was because Pods plays at that Steph Draymond pace where he just moves the ball. Just, you know, head up, pass, pass, run, run. And those are the type of things that, you know, scramble, Clay comes off a pin down, shot, open, right? And those are the things we weren't seeing with Chris Paul out there who slows the game down, right? Those are the things you don't see when it's uh, Wiggins out there next to him because neither of them are ball handlers. If they are ball handlers, they slow the game down, that sort of thing. Uh, and and it kind of, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Clay goes on a mini run just by virtue of having a guy who knows how to get to him the ball quickly in quick spots because like clay can shoot it it's just he's a little slower getting to a shot so you got you gotta you gotta like not get him the ball in like a slow half court set at this stage of his career right well you remember when when the warriors were good i don't know if you remember back when the warriors were really good um Bro. they had <laughs> they had multiple multiple so years <laughs> elite decision makers on the floor right like let's start with the first iteration of these dynasty good warriors. Dog, yeah Iguodala, they had Andrew Bogut with Draymond, mm-hmm. and of course Steph. And like you said, <clears throat> Clay was a lot quicker back then, but had multiple playmakers get him the ball in the right spots. Um, what you have, what you never want is Clay dribbling the ball. And how often have we seen that these last two seasons? I mean, especially last season, people always talk about and, how and attacking a set, set defense in general, like not his game. He's not oh James Harden. Oh my God. It just, by the way, James Harden is as unwatchable as ever. I don't care that he just at, played well tonight, who had 28 15. Just. Can we just? I, I hate him. I can't stand watching him. The one, uh, I can't stand the him. three, the foul he got when he kicked Wiggins in the <sighs> shin. Dude. Now, Wiggins playing some awful basketball, but come on, man, that wasn't a foul. I like, can't do it. I, I was yeah, listening to the radio because I couldn't, I couldn't do fits for a long time tonight, but Tim Roy was killing Harden. I mean, he was just basically saying, like, Tim Roy's I mean, he was, man. He was, Tim Roy's <laughs> the best. Um, just Harden's an embarrassment to the game. I just, I don't know what the hell he's doing. But back back to Clay. Yeah, even last year when he carried the team for stretches, it felt like it was just it was too much dribbling. It always felt like too much dribbling. Um mm-hmm. and and that's not who he is. And and maybe Steve, maybe Steve has figured something out putting Pajemski as a secondary uh warrior style decision maker yeah. like Iguodala, Iguodala in that starting lineup because it's certainly not Chris Paul. Um even though Chris Paul is an elite decision maker, he's not an elite decision maker the way that the Warriors want to play basketball. Draymond used to be an elite decision maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's, now he's he is well, who he is. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you can't you, make decisions if you're not on the floor. Exactly, so. exactly. And then so they have they really only have Pods making those secondary decisions, and then they've got Looney there a little bit. Isn't that wild? I mean, is number, he not their uh, smartest player right now? Pods? No, he is. With, it, yeah. I, I mean. Look, I liked him at college, and I sold that I thought it was a good pick, but I thought it was going to be good in two years. Probably shouldn't be counting on a 20-year-old rookie as much as they are, but the kid can play. There's no way around that. And uh, if this year turns into a wash year that just speeds up his development, like at least that's a positive. Uh, What happened with Jordan Poole? (laughs) Yeah. And and honestly, that's what happened with Steph. That happens a lot. That's what you, that's usually what development looks like. Your team sucks, you play a lot, and then you you speed it up a little bit. I uh, mean, there, it didn't happen with Kaminga, right? Yeah, that, that's that's why. Yeah, uh, on the flip side, um, yeah, I don't know. Let, let's talk talk a little pods. I do think he uh, 
he should start. He should continue to play like this because they don't have better alternatives. Uh, Corey Joseph's not the answer. Moses Moody plays a different role. They they just need another guy who can create a play out there. Steph was smothered. Honestly, let's talk a little Steph too. Okay. He looks dis like the LeBron comparisons fair because he looked very like I'm wasting my time, so I'm not even gonna try tonight. That that was my read on his play. He looked tired. He looked mentally tired, right? Just yeah. kind of a, I, and I, I don't been, know where you really go from here. But like, I, I can't really blame him considering the way this team has. They're ten and fourteen, but like just imploded around him, and they still got to play another fifty-eight of these. Um, there's not enough around him. I don't know. I. I there's really not much to say except for that, right? There's the the so the way that Steph likes to play. Let's look at the starting lineup right now. You've got the box score in front of us, and, and the way that he likes to play, he's not surrounded by the people that he can play with. I mean, it's it's like the same with LeBron. LeBron needs to play with shooters, and he needs to play with a guy that can protect the rim so that he can roam and so that he can be good on both sides of the ball. Um, right now, LeBron is flanked by an elite, elite, elite defense where he essentially just rests, and then he can just take care of the ball on offense and do whatever he wants. Steph needs to be surrounded by good decision makers and wings that can help him so that he doesn't have to wear his legs down guarding perimeter guys. Right now, he's playing next to pods, so they've got two mini guards out there, so he essentially has to defend all game long. Then he's also playing next to guys that aren't making decisions. And at, least, not- at, least, at least pods gets after it's, you know. Did but the I, but the point, the but the point is that it's Caruso comp. <laughs> no, so no, he's not. But like the that, but that the point is still he's he's when your best defender in the starting lineup is Pajemski, that's a problem. Then he's right. also playing with Kaminga, who's a bad decision maker. Lunu can't finish, and Clay Thompson, who's just I mean, he's just a black hole, right? He gets the ball and shoots. He played well tonight, but he just gets the ball and shoots. So there's really nothing around him in this starting lineup that really fits to what Steph wants to do, unless. Besides Clay, probably. But um, you just look at it and there's just no there's no Warriors basketball with these guys. And part of that, unfortunately, is that Draymond isn't there. Correct. <laughs> That's really, really like the sick part of this. It's like that. It's really they need Draymond. Draymond's the person that helps and covers Steph on defense. He's the guy that sets screens and makes sure he gets everyone good looks on offense. and. The guy has apparently is 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 a is a my guy got convicted. Apparently, that's how they're talking about Draymond. So, it's just it's hard out there for Steph right now, and I can't blame him for checking out a little bit. Yeah, was not his best game tonight. Did not play well. Um, I think given everything that's happened, not shocked. He just had a game which he's going to throw away. It's also Steph. I expect him to bounce back within yeah. a game or two and just be like, "All right, I you know I sulked." Now I'm over it. I'm, I'm about to move on, right? Anyway, he's human. Uh, let's talk Wiggins real quick, and then we'll get to the goons. Oh. So what do you think of Wiggins' response to coming off the bench? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you said enough there. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Get, take it away, please. Please. I don't – the effort level was mediocre. He tried – at stretches. Here's what I keep coming back to with him. I don't know what you do with him if he can't hit a shot. Because I know he's athletic. 
I know he's capable of playing good defense and it, he doesn't have a role in offense if he isn't hitting shots. I think part of their issues with him and clay are they play the same role in offense in general, which is like that off ball, like secondary score. Um, and, you know, putting someone like pods out there, it just, it, it balances a little more. So, but I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's just getting worse and worse. Steve just said he's coming off the bench longer. Maybe he gets used to it. I, I, I the only, the only like positive I can take from it is like, it didn't seem like it mentally broke him. Like he didn't well, look any worse than he he. Jesus Christ, the bar is low. Um, for <laughs> for our guy Nayroy, who tweeted, uh, "Clay got benched and got the memo. Wiggs got benched and said, cool. <laughs> it's about I mean, where we're at. I mean, also not inaccurate. <laughs> it's about where we're at. Is is yeah. is there? I mean, Clay came out. Uh, I mean, again, Clay just made shots tonight. You can argue maybe he made them better in the flow of the offense, but um, Wiggins just kind of. You know, some guys take it upon himself and said, oh, you're going to bench me. You know, a guy in his prime, super athletic uh, wing that, you know, was a hooper, yeah. baller in the NBA finals. You're going to bench me. I'm going to come out. and I'm going to show you. Or you can come out and go 0 for 4, 0, uh, 0 for 4 from 3, 1 for 2 from the free throw line. Classic. Uh, have 5,015 minutes, three rebounds, and just generally just not, not give a fuck. Look like you care. So I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing for him. He's been an embarrassment this season, and um, whatever. Sam, he got his money, so good for him. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of Draymond. I'm tired of Wiggins. Um, I'm tired of of. I, I was gonna say tired of Clay, but Clay played well tonight, so so I'm tired of Draymond and Wiggins. Tonight's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Under Armour. Brought to you by Curry Brand. Steph Curry makes you believe you can do absolutely anything. And the Curry 11s are specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up and showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player and rep his shoes on and off the court. The Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet. Locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stopping your tracks with dual-density UA flow, cushioning and traction, and emergency brake you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of his sneaker career, pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future on and off the court. Take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep UA wherever you go. Do your thing. Change the game. The Curry 11 Future Curry is available now at currybrand.com. I first gave AG1 a try because, because I was struggling to wake up. Um, you know, it's getting cold in the winter. Um, if it's the summer, you kind of want to sleep a little longer. And I generally had no energy in the morning, uh, right? Since drinking AG1 daily, though, uh, felt a lot better, felt more energized. I always say uh, I wake up almost as early as Sam today, although he got a text sent to me at about 6, 11 a.m. Woke up in about an hour after that, but I felt energized. Bro, I, waited an, I waited an hour before I sent it. <laughs> I was I was about to send that thing at five twenty, and I'm like, "Did you have your AG one yet?" No, I was making it at that time. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. So not only does AG one deliver your Sam's daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. 
Uh, and this is why AG1 is a game changer. Just one daily scoop of AG1 covers my nutrient gaps, supports gut health, and promotes healthy energy level levels in just 60 seconds every morning. AG1 also replaces my multivitamin, my pre uh, probiotics, any other supplements that I'm taking. So it's very easy to stick to. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. That's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here's your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash lightyears. That's drinkag1.com slash lightyears. Check it out. All right, to the goons. Starting with our guy, Ken. Bring us home. New new lineup today. Gio's not hitting leadoff. Can't, he can't hit lefties. It's time for time Platoon. for yeah, Platoon. That's right. right. Got to get a righty in there. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's, What's up, Ken? As always, thank you for having this. We appreciate it. <laughs> and I guess we should just start off tonight with Draymond. We wish you happiness. We wish you happiness for you and the future generations of the Green family. That is what matters. But with all that said, I'm okay with not seeing him play for the Warriors anymore either, Andy. I'm okay with that. He just, uh, I've been ready to move on from Draymond for a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, we've all had jobs with like the high performing salesperson that's just an asshole. We can say this on a private pod, right? Yes. You know, the, the trial lawyer that wins every trial, but he's groping the secretaries, you know? We all know those guys. They're always guys, you know? And, and when they leave, surprisingly, the company survives. And you think the company can't survive, but the company always survives every time. So I'm hoping that this 15 to 20 games, we, you know, the guys step up. You know, they were competitive today. They, uh, they did not win, but they were competitive. I'm just hoping that they take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I think this um... – and thanks, thanks. I appreciate you uh, for calling in. I like the uh, like the sales guy reference there um, from 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 Ken. I don't know if they're going to be fine without him. I certainly don't feel like they're going to be great without him. But I think at some point they're going to have to look in the mirror and say, "Do we even care to have this guy on the team anymore?" And uh, maybe they should have had that conversation in the off season before they signed him to a four year extension. Might be too late, but um, I think it's coming soon. I think they're going to have to really think about, do we even want this guy on the team? This is unacceptable stuff from Draymond repeatedly. How he's supposed yeah, to I think I think two different things. Can they move on from him and recreate a defense without him? No. I say yes. Uh, can they do it in the middle of a season? Zero chance zero chance you know like they need a full off season uh they need to they need to get in the trade machine mike's got to be calling people begging 
for players, you know, it's, it's not impossible, you know, but like you kind of punt in defense for this season. That's for sure without him. So he's going to come back and he's going to do another documentary on, on how he can, how he's going to be I, a change yes. man. <laughs> yes. And it'll be presented by Ben health. So uh, none of this, is, none of this is false. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Uh, you listen to Steph's, he sounds upset and he's also saying basically it's like I talked to Draymond I know some of the stuff he's going through and like you know being a nice guy about it too so it's it's I don't really know where they land with like to your point if he was gone I'm not gonna be upset I'm not gonna like throw a tantrum over it right like it's reached a point where it's like I get it I get it uh but with that said Part of me is like, but you know, he could still come back, and they could figure it out. That sort of thing. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll just. I think I'm probably just going to hold that feeling with him until it's officially over, just because of how yeah. important. Just because of how important he's been to the entire last decade. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think I think you've got the right mentality. But I, I just think for me, it's you know, sometimes people ask me, "You dude, what's going on with the Warriors?" Because you mm-hmm. think I know what's going on with the Warriors. I'm like, I have no idea. I just watch every game and talk about it. But I tell them, like, Clay and Draymond, just they're not as good as they used to be, and they can't understand why, and so they're lashing out everyone else. Like, it's pretty, yeah. To me, it's pretty simple. Like, they just – they're still good on. players, but they're just – they're good players. They're still good, but they're just – they can't – they can't cope with not being the best – defender on the court anymore and not being the best shooter on the court anymore neither of those guys can cope with it and they're lashing out in different ways clay's lashing out by just doing dumb and dumber shit every game and draymond's lashing out by doing the same thing one one guy is just one guy is taking terrible shots and generally unplayable on defense and the other guy just keeps punching people for some reason he's, he's also taking terrible shots but in a different <laughs> way right? so so yeah. And now it's leaking over to Steph because Steph hasn't been playing well for the last couple of games. So it's rough. It's And the Warriors are in these games. Anyway, next one, next one. Next go. Yeah, Luke up here. Yeah, you need some energy. Boys, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, Luke? Yeah, good, man. I'm just doing a bit of karma. You know the old game, karma get in? Like fucking running people over. I'm that kid just driving home from work. So I just want to give you a call. Hey, uh, Andy, congratulations, mate. Welcome to uh, welcome to the end of your life, mate. Well done. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Life only gets better from here, mate. Fucking watching Pods being our second best player. Yeah, fucking awesome. Well done. Um, I just want to respect to everyone here that's fucking giving Draymond, you know, saying let Draymond. He's our second best player. Like, <laughs> if Draymond goes, this it's 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 done. Like, if you say it's done, it's done. But if Draymond goes, Steph goes. Is, it, is anyone aware of that? Like, he's. What, how are you replacing him, boys? How, how are you going to replace that that guy? Like, I last time I checked, he, remove all the dumb shit. He was still playing really well, right? No, he like, was. That that's the irony that's, of the whole yeah, thing. He like, was having probably his yeah. best season in in a handful of seasons. Yeah, but I, mate, like I don't, you can't you can't pun him. And, and and Sammy, I might get controversial here, so just pull me up if I am. But like. I'm a little bit sick and tired of just doing the whole, like, oh, he needs to change as a man or anything. Did the guy shoot anyone or fucking beat up a kid? But last time I checked, Sammy, does that, like, just, just, just fact check me there. Did he do, Did he hurt? Did he actually hurt anyone? Can you just tell me? 
I don't know, Nurkic has a headache. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool. So <laughs> let's not act like the, to your to both your guys' points. Let's not act like the bloke fucking has gone to court and he's been given a judge or again, he needs to rein it in, but that's what makes him great. Pull it back a bit, yeah, sure. But he's still a fucking great player and Steph will die with him. I, I truly believe like I'm not, you guys might think otherwise, but I truly believe that. But again, end of my rant, I love Draymond. I'll go to the end with Draymond. But to your boy's point, this can't be 10 to 15 games, boys. No way. He can't give this. Hey. Mate, they won't win another game without fucking, without Draymond there. That I, I, hate mate, to, I hate to I hate to break it to you. I will be shocked if it's less than 10 games. I, will yeah, be. I, I, I hope you're right, Sammy. I really, I, you make me feel better now because I was about to run some prick over in front of no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> no than, you're, you're if taking, he gets more than 10 games, No, you're taking, you're, taking my, you're taking my comment the wrong way. I say, I'm saying I'll be shocked if it's less than 10 games. I think it's going well over 10 games. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, yeah. I, should maybe I should have fucking accelerated. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm just I'm – just, I'm still going to be here, but I'm fucking disappointed. But – my, my, to my last point, guys, I think the most important factor here, and I know people have been talking about Looney, but Looney only looks shit because everyone else looks shit. He's a complimentary piece. Like, you need a backup yeah. center. We've talked about it multiple times. But the question yeah. I've got to ask you, boys, is has someone actually sat down Andrew Wiggins and go, do you actually love basketball anymore? Do you actually want to fucking play? Because if you don't, let's just work something out. Because to me, it looks way more than just basketball related with him. And that's, and that's why I get pissed off with this Draymond stuff. Like, I'd be asking the same question to him. Like, that's people should be looking after him because ever since Paul got punted off this fucking team, he hasn't looked the same. Anyway, but like, anyway, Andy, welcome to Married Life, mate. Congrats, my condolences. Uh, love your voice. Take it easy. Hey, have a great one, Luke. That is just, he hit on everything. I mean, that was, yeah. oh, by the way, how many, how many of these Warriors guys are going to have, 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 off to court problems, you know. Draymond, you know, Wiggins. Wiggins. I mean, Clay's contract stuff. He always looks like it's in his head. I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. Pods. Play- Pods is living the simple life. He just plays hard. Yeah, can we just play basketball, man? Jesus Christ, y'all get paid like forty million dollars stealing money, all of them. Golly, not asking for much. Yeah, and it's tough yeah. living SF per the comments. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is what happens. When look, this is why guys don't want to come to San Francisco. They see how depressed the Warrior players are. <laughs> look at them, man. Oh my God. Oh. We, uh, uh, maybe. Do we want to talk about it? For, uh... yeah, give, okay. Can I give my take on the yeah. the giant stuff? Maybe uh, set it up first, or I can set it up. Yeah, I'll set it up. So, yeah. Buster Posey, the uh, a couple days ago said a lot of free agents are timid their wives ask you know they're, they're afraid that it's not safe and it's not a nice place to live and it hurts them in free agency yeah uh since then you know ken rosenthal echoed it, it it's kind of taken a life right like it, it, it's not just that comment we've also heard Farron say it so it's yep. kind of like a thing yep. uh, and here's my take i texted it to you so you know where i'm going with this yep I lived in San Francisco until a year or two ago, and I've lived there for, you know, over a decade. You lived there over two decades. I think it's disingenuous to say that San Francisco is not going through, like, a hard time right now, figuring some stuff out with public safety and health. With that said, there's zero reason for a team 
to be leaking this publicly unless they want to temper their fans' expectations for why they strike out in free agency. And that's the part I just keep looking at this and going like, bro, you're not the only city in America that has issues. And I understand San Francisco has some unique ones that can absolutely turn certain people off. But you're leaking this in the middle of trying to sign multiple free agents. Just sign someone. Feels like you're making an excuse for why. Well, you know, told you three days ago, his wife was worried about uh, SF safety. That's why we didn't get him. Feel like you're just trying to set the whole thing up for why you're not going to get him. Pretty ridiculous. Uh, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Um, the only part I disagree with is I, I, I think they're just making an excuse overall. I don't think they're setting anything up. I think they're just making an excuse. I think it's okay. loser mentality. I think it, it's you're giving them even less credit than me. I, oh, less credit because you know I, I think they'll sign people this off season. I, I they'll pay way more money than they than they need. To. I mean, they'll pay a lot more money. Like the guy they just signed, Jung Ho Lee, is they pay way more than was expectation yeah but like they've got to right and that's fine whatever who cares like giants one of the richest franchises in the freaking world who cares if they have to pick if who cares if they pay 25 million dollars more do it um but sam i I, to me it's it's an excuse not for them getting free agencies this offseason it's an excuse for what they've done the last four seasons though right because it's five seasons if you're putting out five <laughs> you're putting up five fingers and to me i mean I, I obviously i'm a big giants fan so i follow everything that they do it's when they hired farhan zaidi it was it was very much a look man you've got to put together a great farm system which is what he did a great job of with with oakland and, and la working for those teams those orgs and then by doing that you can start putting together star players and then spending some money and getting stars. They haven't done any of those things, right? Was, He's identified some guys. Was Farhan the, the guy in the sales team who who put on his resume, he did stuff that maybe, maybe he wasn't the guy who did it? You, uh, think, you think that's, you know, that's depressing. I had not, now that's depressing because, you know, he was know billed as one of the smartest GM. So I was really excited. Smart, but yeah. Clearly smart. But I think and it's not just him, dude. It's it's ownership sure. not wanting to spend as much money as some of the big guys want to spend. I assure you, if ownership ownership told Farhan that he had unlimited spending, which he obviously did not, I think until this offseason. I think it's pretty clear this offseason, ownership has told Farhan he can spend as much as he wants. But the last five offseasons, that has not been true. So Farhan has essentially had the verdict, which I think he's okay with not to spend money. And then he's also failed at drafting and developing. And he's not the one that's doing all that work, but it's not, it hasn't worked. The only guy that they've drafted that has come through is a catcher that can't hit. He's fine. Pedro Bailey's fine. Can't hit. Kyle Harrison, who, I mean, he pitched, but I mean, was he great? No. Then they bring up a, a bunch of these like quad A outfielders that couldn't hit a curveball to save their lives. So it's like, so it's like, what are we doing, right? They don't have any superstars coming up. They, it's not a place that anybody wants to go because it's not a good team. Do I think that Shohei Otani, I guess to cap it off, do I think Shohei Otani would sign with this team if the Giants were a consistent playoff team? Probably not still, but he certainly wouldn't have. Like, I don't think Sho- Shohei ever gave a shit about the Giants outside of. You don't, you know, think, the SF, you don't think the S. You don't think the SF doom loop is why I didn't come? No. <laughs> It's because the Giants suck. <laughs> one of the news, one of the things that they said Shohei asked about was, how good is your farm system, right? The Dodgers have a top 10 farm system. The Giants have nothing. Top yeah. 20, right? Like top 20 maybe farm system. 
Um, yeah, so I think that's it. I guess long way is, is dude, your team stinks. You can't. Nobody wants to play for your team if your team stinks, man. What are you supposed to do about that? Um, yeah. I don't know. Giants also never get free agents in my lifetime. Nobody wants to hit in that park. But, you know, you can get Barry Zito and Cueto, Samarjo. Like, you get pitchers. So they'll get pitchers this offseason. But Sean and I come back. Dude, I'll if say. they get. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's let's keep. They'll get. They will get Matt Chapman. By the way, I know that's that's your guy. You like him, but they'll get him. They'll get him. Um, I don't know how much it'll help him, but they'll get him. He'll be on the team. Hundred million minimum. So, I don't know. Gio. Oh, he quit on us. Oh, Gio got had enough of had enough of the Giants. He said he's gone. That's okay. Make Oracle a dome. No, man. The the cool part about Oracle Park is the freaking view. I, I I my mind is blown imagining them putting a dome over that park. I mean, it's come on. Too much. More homers, no. more homers, but the place is beautiful. It's it's of the three parks. Remember remember the 24 hours we thought Shohei was going to Toronto and people were like, oh, it's because like the dome reminds him of Japan. No. Dome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, well. It turns out that they were the one that was being used, not the Giants this time. I think Shohei didn't want to, didn't even bother with the Giants. I think he instead he played with the the Toronto fans, which is pretty rough. Dale is Siakam. Enough. <laughs> I, I say we just end it here. Yeah, let's go. We'll go. We'll be back, guys. Appreciate everyone. See you Sunday night.